Hello, it's Jocelyn here with the Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast, where we work with our minds. We intentionally try to change our thoughts and strive to change our thoughts to work for us in our pregnancies and our motherhoods and not drag us down. It doesn't feel good to be down and discouraged and in the depths of despair all the time. It really is not a fun place to be. So thank you for joining me in finding positivity through these seasons of life. I myself am a mother of four children, and I have had one miscarriage. Thank you for joining. And if you think of a friend during this episode, will you share it with them? It sure helps this podcast to be spread and found by the pregnant mamas and the tired mamas who need some positivity in their lives. Thank you for doing that, my friend. Hi, I'm Jocelyn host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life, and I can help you. Thanks for joining. Okay, so I wanted to give you a little bit of background on what I wanted to do today. So last week, we kinda, I kind of discussed about how your kids don't control you or make you happy. And, and vice versa, they also technically can't really make you mad. Now, it seems like they can, <laughs> and it feels like they can. And I want to go deeper into this. I want to go deeper into this with more examples and also examples regarding your husband's. How same, same thing, how same thing. They can't make you happy or technically can't make you mad. And run through the model with you. And I have that on my mind, but another topic came up on a friend's Facebook page, and I really felt the need and desire to speak to that. So we are still going to get to more examples of how you are in control of your own emotions and how a model that I have learned about really helped me in pregnancy and my motherhood and how it can help you in your pregnancy motherhood. And it also helped in my marriage and how it can help you in your marriage to have your thoughts work for you. That's part of my mission in this podcast is to have our thoughts work for us and not drive us down. So today I got to speak to what one of my friends posted on Facebook because it seemed so pertinent and so real and like so many moms are plagued with this, especially with summertime here and some of us are around our kids a whole lot more and it feels kind of overstimulating and that was her words or her post was something to the effect of overstimulated as a mom of littles help. (laughs) It wasn't those exact words, but it was similar to that. And I wanted to give you some tips to deal with this. When you have a lot of little children that demand a lot of your time and a lot of your energy, you can feel very overstimulated, very easy, and very quickly. So I actually came up with six tips that you can try on different occasions and implement for you to see if they help you in feeling a little less stimulated and a little more peaceful and calm and patient around all your littles. (laughs) 
My kids are ages 9 down to 2 right now. And I know what it's like to be overstimulated and overneeded and kind of feel like you're in a chaotic mess, like 90% of the time. Okay, let's be real. (laughs) Maybe even 95% of the time or 99% of the time. Sometimes our lives can feel so chaotic and messy and it feels we don't have any control. So I want you to listen to these six steps and I want you to do the step that you feel will work best for you or the one that seems to resonate with you most. I'd say this often, but you'll get overwhelmed if you try and do all six. So think of the one or try the one that seems to resonate best with you as we go throughout this podcast episode. So they're not really in in a particular order or anything, but the first one is to walk or get out or do some type of exercise. Exercise is actually really good in helping to release energy. It can help release that negative energy without having to take it out on your kids. It actually helps you to get some of that energy out so that it's not stuck in your body. Sometimes if we hold all of these negative, these layers of negative energy in, it keeps us from like enjoying. It gets to the point where we feel bottled up, where we feel overstimulated, where we feel like we can't do it. And some form of exercise, walking, running, Pilates, um, a workout video, what have you, can really help get rid of that and to help with that. The next thing that I suggest or that came to mind as I was thinking about the tips I wanted to give you for this episode was to breathe. We can control our breathing. Naturally, we breathe, which keeps us alive, which is wonderful and great. And I'm so glad that naturally we breathe, but we also can control our breath. And sometimes some really deep breaths in and some really deep breaths out can help us to ground and feel center and get rid of some of the overstimulation, or at least give our body and our brain cells more oxygen to feel a little bit better. There's actually a breathing technique that I really like. And if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you have heard of this because I've mentioned it before, but it's always good to have a good reminder on these simple things that can really make big impacts in our life. So it's called 478 breathing technique, and it's also called or known as relaxing breathing. So it involves breathing in for four seconds, holding your breath for seven seconds, and an exhaling for eight seconds. So this breathing pattern can help you to reduce anxiety. Some people even say it helps them get to sleep. But this breathing pattern has helped me when I'm feeling like overstimulated, like there's too much, too many touchings, too much needing of mom. (laughs) If I take a few four, seven, eight breaths, that really helps me to not feel as overstimulated. Okay, the next step that I, or the next to tip, trick, hack, whatever you want to call it that I came up with for this episode is to escape. So that doesn't mean to just leave your kids unwatched and uncared for while you leave the house. No, you definitely have to get your kids situated, but escape. Maybe escape to your bathroom, escape to your closet. If you can get them in front of a TV or down for nap and you go outside for a few minutes, Find a simple way to escape. Maybe it involves putting some earphones in and giving your kids some books to look at. 
but find a way to where you can just kind of be alone for a few minutes. And I gave some good suggestions there that if you really can't leave the house, you can't walk outside, they're not big enough to watch themselves, which most of my audience, these kids are little and you can't go too far. (laughs) I'm in that stage as well. Go to your bathroom and lock the door, put some earbuds in, make sure your kids are taken care of and go outside if they're watching a show or something. Um, But have a few minutes to escape. The next tip is to ask for help. Sometimes if you are really struggling and having a hard time, it's going to be useful to ask someone to help you. Maybe trade with someone. Say, hey, I really need some help right now. If you can take my kids for a couple hours, I'll take your kids next week for a couple hours. Or reach out to mother-in-laws or moms or sisters or sisters-in-laws and try and find someone to trade with. Friend, ask for help. Let people know that this is kind of hard and you need a little bit of extra help. And that can give you some of that free time that you crave and desire and help you get rid of the overstimulated stimulation feeling. Okay, the next step is kind of similar to the last one, but it can also look like a whole variety of things, but that is to have someone to look have something to look forward to. Man, I'm stumbling over my words today. Sorry about that. Um, If you have something to look forward to, I actually heard about this from, or read about it from Gretchen Rubin in her book, I think it's called Happier, many years ago, and people who have something to look forward to weekly are happier. So let me give you some examples. Maybe you have an art class that you do weekly, or you've set it, or you want to set it up to where you can minister weekly. And if it's always there, you always kind of have something to look forward to. And that can help you deal with the overstimulation when you're like, oh yeah, it's Tuesday. Tomorrow night's Wednesday and it's my night to go minister. It's my night to go get out and have some me time. It's my night to do a book club or what have you. There are so many things you could do, but if you have something to look forward to weekly, that's going to help you to be happier and also help you better deal with the overstimulation because as you get out and have something that you're happy about, you kind of carry that. So this can involve hobbies, arts and crafts, getting together with friends, um, pre-planning it with your husband to where you have some time weekly to have something to look forward to. And you don't even have to leave the house. I'll tell you something that I look forward to weekly is a family book club that I'm a part of. We do it every Monday night. I can do it at home while my kids are here. And it's just like, cause we do it on Zoom and it's just a great way for me to connect with family members and visit with them and share my thoughts and feelings about a book without having to leave the house. Because I know that can be really hard. And I know sometimes you have husbands that are gone a lot or work a lot and you don't really have the ability to get out and like go do something, but it really can be something at home. But just kind of have that to look forward to. Maybe after bedtime once a week, that's when you pull out your art or that's when you pull out your sewing or your reading and you schedule it with your husband so that he's on board and he knows that you need this time (laughs) to have something to look forward to. And the last step and thought was to realize that you get to choose your thoughts. So going kind of along with last week and what I want to dive deeper in to help you through your motherhood is that 
if you feel overstimulated and you keep saying to yourself, I'm overstimulated, I'm overstimulated. It's exactly like the law of the harvest. You reap what you sow. If you are sowing thoughts of overstimulated, of frustration, of anger, discontent, and discouragement, you reap those, you feel those, and then you find evidences of those. It is so interesting, but so powerful how this works. And if it works in the negative, it also works in the positive. So if instead you sow seeds of, I am patient, I am kind, I am confident, I am happy, I can do this, I am strong. If you start planting those seeds, they will begin to grow as well. Now, it's not just planting the seed. You also have to nourish the seed. And at first, it will feel like you have no evidences that you are happy, that you are in control, that you are patient. It's going to take some time and some intentionality to nourish those seeds. For most of us, we have nourished our negative seeds a lot because they're easy. They're top of the mind, the 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 negative thoughts are the default, and those thoughts just come to us more naturally, unfortunately. And so it takes a little more intentionality. It takes listening to podcasts like this that encourage you to shift your thoughts and to find the positivity. Find the positive thoughts that you want to think. Maybe just choose one of them. Maybe you can't feel like you are patient, but you want to feel like you are happy. So look for ways that you find happiness in motherhood, that you find happiness in your daily life. It doesn't even have to be in motherhood because as you do it in one area, it actually trickles into the others. So I'm really excited to share more on this with you. But to sum up, we're going to, I'm going to quickly go over the six tips that I gave to deal with overstimulation as a mom of littles. Pick the one that resonates with you and give it a try this week. The first tip was to walk or do some type of exercise. The second tip was to breathe. Try some four, seven, eight breathing, which is to breathe in for four seconds, hold it for seven, and breathe out for eight. Find some way to escape, whether that's to your bathroom, to your closet, or get your kids situated and go outside by yourself for a few minutes. The fourth was to ask for help. Trade someone, ask someone for help because you are having a hard time. Number four was to have something to look forward to weekly. And we talked about a range of things that this could could be or could look like. And the fourth was to realize that you get to choose your thoughts. You get to choose what seeds and what plants you sow in your mind and which ones are you going to nourish. Are you going to nourish the negative ones or the positive ones? It does take intentionality, it does take time, and it does take trying, but I know you can do it because you are a mom who takes care of herself, who wants to have a good mind and to be a good mom and to be a woman who contributes into this world. You can do it and you can be a mom of littles and find ways of coping when you're feeling a little overstimulated. If you like this podcast, I need you to rate and review it. I really do. Like, don't put it off. Do it right now if you can, because that helps other women and moms to find this podcast. It is through you, and it is through your rating and review. So if you have not done that, will you please take time? This is the end of the episode. You can do it right now and give me a rating and review. The rating helps, but if you can write a review as well, that means even more. 
Thank you so much for listening, but more, thank you for applying and becoming the mom that you want to be. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast, for listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.